There's no one answer to, to how you change the hood or change the, the, the reality of what goes on. But what you gotta think about is when you don't have resources, you in survival mode. You know, so being in survival mode automatically rules out a lot of things because you don't care about morality because you don't experience morality. You experience, you know, the need to survive. You don't experience, you know, fairness. You don't experience planning for the future. So I think once you get out of the survival mode, your, your morals come back closer to, to your daily decision making. You start thinking about what's right and what do I believe in? But until you get out of survival mode, you ain't got time to be worrying about right and wrong. You worrying about bottom line. Everybody good? Everybody ready? Yeah. Yep. Let's get it. All right, man. He's a powered by AnimalHeeze.com. Man, um, as I always say, I got to say, R.I.P. my big dog, Kahuna. R.I.P. my homie, Ray Drew Kahuna. And especially on today, uh, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. And that's why I'm here, and that's why I got... Uh, my guy, 007 Bones, rapper extraordinaire from the city of Memphis out there in L.A. to correspond with me on this shit. Yes, sir. And I got my whole girl, E-Will, fashion stylist, head of creative process, and huge Nipsey Hustle fan. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, yo... Honestly, like this probably like the most serious I the most serious shit I've ever had to chop it up about on the hoopcast and entertainment value is usually like the entire economy of this particular platform. So it's almost like almost un- uncomfortable territory to be in, but you know what I'm saying? I respect what Nipsey Hussle stood for so damn much that the most important thing to me is just to celebrate his success and his vision, you know? Moved from, shit, the murder, nigga. I don't even like calling it the death, nigga. The, the, the fucked up murder. Yeah, straight assassination. up. Assassination. Man. Assassination of an icon and shit. A, a, a future icon and shit. That was, uh, and I, I look at it like, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? He was here about to inspire the next generation to be what he was and more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I just pop it off like this, man. Um, I just end up, I'm going to get E-Wheel thoughts. I'm going to get 007 Bones thoughts. I'm going to throw my two cents in. And then after that, I'm going to just ask questions and get y'all perspective since y'all actually out there on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get y'all perspective on a few things and shit. Bad. So, E, um, yeah, man, you can start wherever you want to start with, with, with this shit. Because, I, like I said, I know you were a huge fan. Like, I seen you always tweeting about him way before any of this happened and all this shit, like, constantly and everything. So, I know this hit hard. Man, I don't even know where to start, honestly. just It was just <clears throat> somebody I listen to literally every single day, like, yeah. every day. 
if I'm if I'm driving my car, if I'm driving my girl car, she driving where are we going, we be putting it in like every day. She even became a fan, so just going going from that to seeing seeing the pic, seeing the video, seeing the little the video when they posted it um, before they even confirmed that he was there was him shot for real. I seen it. I seen niggas posting the video. I was never able to look at it. Like. Yeah. And then once they showed the picture of him on the ground, and they, then they showed the, the video of him them pumping, trying to pump life in his body. I was like, wow. I didn't want to believe it. So I had got off social media for like an hour. And as soon as I got around around four thirty five, that's when I seen that shit. So I was like, wow. Somebody listens to it every fucking day really gone like that. I feel like I knew this man personally just through his music. That's how I feel. Yeah. Facts. If I needed uh, that motivation spark, I'd put on fucking overtime, put on fucking whatever whatever song it was. I, I went to Nip. Like, before I called my mama, before I called my girl for motivation, I went to Nip. So that's why I feel like I knew him personally because I put that shit on so as soon as I needed it. Uh, and the craziest shit about all of the shit to me is that, like I was saying before we hopped on, like, that nigga was one of maybe a handful of rappers that cared about you, the listener, you know what I'm saying? Right. That cared about somebody other than itself, man. All these rappers, and I mean, it is what it is. This ain't the time for a soapbox and shit, but... Fact is that a lot of rappers would just tell you about how fucking great they are, how dope they are, what the fuck they do, what they got, and they don't take the time to stop and talk to you about you and what they know you going through and how they went through it or to try to motivate you to get out here and be more and do more and shit, man. They bitch telling you about how broke you is and, you know what I'm saying, how they'll fuck your bitch, so. Yeah. For for one of the the, the handful, one of the few you got to get took out, man. That's just, I mean, life ain't fair, but that's just extremely unfair. I, I'm more, I think I'm more fucked about, fucked up about it, how how it happened. It wasn't like a how car it accident, happened. exactly. No car accident. It wasn't no no accidental shit. It was a fucking person walked up to him and shot him, came back and shot him again, type shit. Yeah, that's okay. It was. I do want to ask questions about that, but uh, I bones. Let me get your thoughts and feelings on the on you know what I'm saying on the shit so far though. Man, that that whole Sunday just felt like weird from the jump when when it started. So like when I first got the like the news, like I seen it on Twitter and I was like, I did the same thing. I said, Nah, I. Ain't ain't nobody shit that man. They they tripping. So like a I a let an hour go by too damn near. And then my homie uh from the M hit me up. And then my homie uh from Chicago that live out here hit me up and like, bro, they done killed Nipsey. I'm like, bro, this shit crazy. But it really didn't hit me till the next day. The next day I'm I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. I'm listening to them in my headphones and shit. Just like listening to this man. I'm like Tearing up, walking to work, like this shit unreal. But hey, you it you in LA, so like, how did LA feel? Like, I mean, just the ambiance of it. How did that shit feel? It it, it was somber. It was somber as hell. Like, 
I was at the store, so you know, I'm I'm paying homage. I'm playing the music and shit. People walking by, just saying recipes, milk. People coming in the store, just talking about how crazy this city is. Like people fucked up. Like people are still fucked up out here. Like still every every other car that drive by, I swear to God, they they playing some type of Nipsey. Yep. Every store that went to out here, every store that went to smoke shop, fucking dispensary, where I'm going, they playing them. Yeah, that shit, that shit crazy. Like, like you said, like, and then I, I met this man like at Fat Caps, uh, cause T had brought him in for an in store when the Crenshaw dropped. So this man was like in the store kicking it, like his whole team, like. I actually got to see how he is with his team and with like his fans and shit. Like on a personal level, like that shit was crazy just to just to hear that that man ain't gonna be on this earth making music no more. Yeah. It's like he 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 totally just robbed this man uh like his future potential. Like that shit was crazy. Literally. <laughs> I mean it felt like he robbed all of us. He's I mean, right. fucked up. Right. Cause like right. for real, he right now, like, see, I I wasn't like a, a big of a Tupac fan like that, but you know, I still fuck with him too. But right, him, Nipsey, he like this generation's Tupac for real, for real. If you wanna just put it in this year, I think. As far as like nah, his, his I like, got no he, problem with that comparison. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. So, yeah, man, that shit, that shit just man getting chills talking about this shit. Like this one person, I thought who was gonna be here for like next ten years doing some shit, right? And, man, and, and so, what's crazy is he was only on his first album. Album just fuck, dropped last year. Crazy, not Grammy nominated. Grammy nominated album. That shit crazy. Man, the it, the like the time and the everything is just eerie as fuck, man. Yeah. It's just it, it it's just all like man, like shit was just almost too too perfect for him and shit, man. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's such a thing, but I'm just like, damn. So I mean, uh in an attempt to just try to get the fuck shit out the way, uh niggas was mentioning about the like how he went out the fact that uh, they walked up and killed him and shit. And yo, I I, don't, I I still try to not think too much about that because if I think I feel like I'm gonna leave myself down a rabbit hole, man. But the biggest thing is, is it really fair to ask how does that happen? I feel like it is to a certain to a certain extent because the the bigger person he was. Yeah, I understand that he was in a situation where he just got up and just was on some. I'm gonna go help my nigga out, but I just feel like it was nobody out there that could have, like nobody in the store. If you look at the pictures before, it was niggas standing around. The picture where he was with the little boy, it was still niggas standing around. So I'm like, it was like nobody out there that couldn't, that couldn't do nothing. Right, yeah, like everybody scramble. Yeah, I'm saying everybody scramble. I understand that too, but I was like, damn, nobody in the store, nobody in the. It was, it's three, four stores over there, so yeah. no, no, in that time frame for that man to run up to him and shoot, 
run run and leave notice nobody was shooting back and come back i was like damn that whole time frame nobody tried to do nothing like oh that's that's nuts that's that's insane um because if you i think if you like a regular civilian you go maybe i could kind of see that happening but if you tapped in in the hood you know, and you see the situation. I just, I just don't, I don't know. That's why I feel like it's, it's more into it. It's more to it. Yeah. I can't help but feel like it. Exactly. You know, and 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 we we don't know what we don't know what we got a limited amount of details. Right. Everybody working with basically the same amount of information. Right. My my mama, so, my mama even went to the fact to say that maybe somebody like set that shit up, but I don't know. Like I don't want to believe it. Just never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to believe that at all. But I'm still concerned with like, like it was first off, it would have to be a setup because I'm like, how do you get to this point? I don't know too many people, Welcome especially rappers, especially rappers who get money. If you have, you know what I'm saying. Scan it now. Oh shit, who at Kroger? Oh, that's me. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, value shopper. Um. <laughs> Nah, but I'm like, I don't know nobody who getting that much money, that much attention that don't, that ain't protected, like insulated by protection right. and everything. Right. So I understand being a man of the people, getting, you know, get out there touching the people, making sure you accessible. But it's like when the Plies thing happened, even though Plies didn't get murdered or nothing, but when Plies got uh, slammed off that stage one time, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you get that close to the money? Right. Like, you know? nobody not paying. Even me, I be on my toes when people get that close to me. Like, you just never fucking know. Like, I be telling my girl that all the time. Like, you just gotta be on your toes, especially with the way of the world is. Motherfuckers just walking up shooting people. You just gotta be on your toes. So that's how I just don't System understand processing. how if you have coupons, nobody tries to swipe or insert card chase after him. Nothing. Like nothing. Yeah, nah, that shit, that shit weird. That shit beyond weird. It is. Um, so it's like, I mean, I could, I could speculate all day on like, yeah, how did somebody get that close to you? How did they? How do nobody bust back? How don't nobody grab them? How you know what I'm saying? And, or even, I don't even want to have the, the conversation about being too accessible in the hood. Cause I feel like his main goal was to show niggas something different by showing it to them directly. Yeah, right. by, by the by, by the block back. That's exactly what he tried to show niggas. Like you could put all your shit into your community and make your community better, and that could spread and make other communities better. And it's so hard for to actually pull that scheme off when shit like this is happening. Like when this is even an option. When some when somebody cares that little about the greater shit. Whatever you had, let's say it actually was an argument between him and him, or you know, Nipsey got on his ass, da 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 da, whatever. For whatever reason, you can't see how much bigger than you and him this is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is about the community. This is about the subsequent ge- generations in the community. But nah, it's it's nah. I gotta I gotta get you out of here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's more to it. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, it so speaking been, of more to it. I even think it could have even been where dude noticed that it wasn't nobody out there. He noticed what Nip had on. I think he had some basketball shorts on. It could have been on some, some real jealousy shit. He's like, oh, okay, I see ain't nobody out here. This yeah, I caught out. him slipping. Yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. Now, and I, it could have been that too, but like I said, we never know. We probably won't never know. He, I don't think he ever going to speak about it, so. Right. And then mm-hmm. let me throw this in here too. The fact that this nigga, my Chris Darden, is defending this dude, bro. That's yeah. like the biggest slap in the face to like all the black people in America. Like, I can't believe this nigga. Yeah. Hey, put me on game. <laughs> who is who is Chris Darden? I don't the, know who that is. The, the nigga who was uh, going against OJ on the OJ case. Prosecutor. Yeah, he was yeah. prosecuting his case. Oh, for real? Yes, for real. This shit just is crazy. It's like a, a wild ass man boondock episode. Or it's about to be a whole yeah. shit show, yeah. No, this is this is the shit show. I mean, 2019 is the shit show, and I feel like this is yet another chapter in the shit show. I mean, I never want to minimize his death as just another act in the shit show but if you look at the shit show in its totality yeah you know what i'm saying this is right on line with all the wild ass shit that's been going on since 2018 mm-hmm. right it's just a bunch of weird shit a bunch of shit that like you know no moral sane thinking human would ever put together on their own but you know it's almost like the like life is happening for clicks or some shit yeah. Even with the Kodak situation, adding on to it. Right, right. All right that shit just, it's just ugly, man. Still ugly. All around the board. That's the best way to put it, man. Shit ugly. But I was actually getting ready to ask y'all about that Kodak shit. Like, are we ignoring this shit? Or are we, you know what I'm saying? Do we feel a way about this shit? Hey, let Nip, let Nip say it. He said, man, if the real niggas ain't worried about this shit, man, other people shouldn't worry about it. But I don't know. But but the problem becomes when a lot of niggas look at Kodak as a real nigga. Yeah. I've been counsel Kodak, so it's like I ain't even surprised him to say some ignorant shit like that. And and then the fact that he's trying to justify it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Niggas who say niggas who say bullshit always double down. You know what I'm saying? I ain't met one person who made a big bullshit statement and then came back and was like, you know what? I ain't really think that one all the way out, man. I was wrong about that. Like it just never happens like that. But like I said, the problem is up being when um, people who view Kodak Black as a real nigga co-sign the shit. Because yeah. really, not that Twitter shit matters, but this kind of operates in that world. I mean, this is a podcast. The podcast kind of exists in that world. And all of this shit exists in that world. But I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing niggas like defend the shit i'm saying or when game came back on ig and was like keep my nigga name not your mouth niggas was actually talking down on game Mm -hmm. on the basis of him not calling kodak and doing it over ig and shit and i'm like this is really the 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 bone y'all got to pick like but I, I know what happens when niggas like niggas, they let all type of shit slide. Apple Kodak, Apple R. Kelly. When niggas really like your ass, man, they'll let all types of fuckery slide and shit. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I don't know how nobody else feel about it. Like, I don't I don't give a fuck about street shit, not street shit, whatever the case may be, man. Look, I'm not invested 
that invested in somebody else's life, especially somebody like Kodak Wayne even bringing the type of value to the game that Nipsey Hussle did. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think I, and I don't think it's unfair to say. I like some of Kodak music, but I don't think it's unfair to say that Nipsey brought more to this, will bring more to this game in death than Kodak will probably do alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's. Just, I don't say that to be disrespectful. I I think it's the truth. Yeah. But but that that shit ain't okay. That shit not cool. Nah. That shit didn't have to happen. And any nigga co-signing that shit, man, got to realign their value, bro. Right. I, don't, I don't know. That, that shit just ain't okay. Don't co-sign this shit, man. And even if you feel that way, don't put that shit on live. That shit you talked about is buying your niggas. Right. Don't put that shit on live for everybody to just have something to say about it. Yeah. I really wonder sometimes if he... Because how old is Kodak Black? Like 22, maybe? Yeah, yeah 20, yeah. Uh, 22 means that he was born in what fucking 97? Right. <laughs> so that means by the time he was 10, it was 2007. Mm-hmm. In 2007, MySpace was everything. And it wasn't even the everything that Facebook, Twitter, and IG was about to be. But I say I let to say that by the time he was 10 years old, he don't really remember a time before the internet. So sometimes I think the older generation gets frustrated with the younger generation and shit because we don't understand that they don't understand that there was a world before the internet. And the internet and life ain't synonymous. They don't know that the life that life and the internet ain't synonymous. Life is the internet. The internet is life to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. They don't remember a time when it wasn't. They don't remember a time where, you know, they wasn't, they mama wasn't posting them on MySpace and shit like that. Talking about smile for the picture and shit. Yeah. So they don't remember a time when they didn't have MySpace and then Facebook and all this other shit. So sometimes I wonder if niggas like him just say shit that they shouldn't necessarily say on IG just because they don't know how not to. Because everything since they've been born has been going online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything since they, they've been born has been is going online or it didn't happen. I even seen somebody have posts um, that said on Twitter like, shit, if, if Wayne can pull Lauren Lund, I'm pretty sure Kodak can pull Lauren. I was like, they don't even like equal up to each other. So how y'all compare them? Compare them right. It was when Wayne and Lauren London was together. That was back when Wayne was in his early twenties. They was young as fuck. So, yeah. of course, she didn't level up to some to a whole new level that she ain't even about to look at a, a young nigga like Kodak. Right. Or just the simple fact that if you ain't, her name should be mentioned with nothing but respect right now. Right. Like this ain't even the time, bro. Like you, who, she don't. She don't want to fuck nobody or nothing Last right thing now. on her mind right like, now, right. right. <laughs> Why is it on your mind? That's gross. That's gross. So, I'm not with that shit. I mean, uh, uh, how uh, around the panel, um, I, I, ain't fucking I, with I, it. I give the Kodak shit a thumbs down. What about y'all? Two thumbs down. Yeah, I'm, oh, I don't put them no way, so. If I had two more arms, I'd give them four thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> like Rick James, uh, like James Phil and Rick James. Yeah. I wish I had more thumbs. <laughs> but 
Uh, okay. So the last part of the fuck shit I'll even address is, um, how do y'all feel about the back and forth that be going on on social media between the Kodak, but I mean not the Kodak, but the Nipsey Hustle conspiracy theorists and the people who want to be condescending to the conspiracy theorists, like, girl, hey, y'all think the y'all think the government just uh responsible for everything? Man, like, I don't put nothing past none of them niggas, like. If the government did it, I mean, that's foul. If it was just some street shit, it's foul. But, you know, the government been known that my had their hand in all type of shit that, that we find out later on down the line. So, shit, who's to say, like, 20 years from now, we'll get some information about the Nipsey shit, and we'll be like, damn, we knew it all along. But, you know, they covered it up type shit. I don't know. Yeah. So, I can't, I can't wrap my head around this whole shit anyway. So, oh no, if the Doctor Sibby shit, if that shit was real, and they took that man out, cause you know, say Big Pharma, Big Pharma may have like had their hand in the shit, cause you know Doctor Sibby was you know all natural and shit, and if. Everybody using all natural products and they ain't, you know, buying pills and shit. Shit, we ain't gonna have no need for them. So, I don't know. It could be all type of shit. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like, the shit sprouts out into so many different directions. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's hard to put conviction behind any one train of thought. Right. Yeah. What about you, E-Will? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Like you say, you can't push shit past the government. Um, but I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's that deep as far as Nip. The way his message was something different. It wasn't, it wasn't negative towards the government. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put that out there. Yeah. Um. But I, I had seen when the the same day he died, when people was out there talking about the LAPD was working on. Um, a mission where they just do they love whatever the shit was called where they just random shoot motherfuckers. I was like, I doubt that's even true either. Like, like I say, he didn't have no negative message. He, it wasn't no no fuck the police. It wasn't no negative shit. Only thing he negative he really said for real for real was the fuck the Donald Trump song. But it wasn't like yeah. negative towards the police or the government. So I don't I don't feel like that would be the case. So. I guess, like you say, you you just never know. Twenty years from now, we'll find out the truth, or when the trial go on, we'll find out the truth. You just never know. Yeah. It is uh, vastly perplexing, but I think just like my only two cents on it is like just the discussion around it. Um, as people probably see me say on social media, if they pay attention to me, uh, like I. I just want the conversation to just stop for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we all basically, like I said before, working with the same amount of info. And however you decide to size that info, it, it's just up to you. However you size it up, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. But but as long as, I, I wish people would just stop taking such a disrespectful tone and such, such a condescending tone towards each other because motherfuckers is ultimately just trying to be right or they just trying to prove niggas wrong about something mm-hmm. and 
it ain't about none of that. I think the, the, the fucking impact of what we had and what we lost in this man is so much more important than these petty ass, bickering ass, back and forth about tinfoil hats and conspiracy theories and, and and all this other shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But just just be respectful because you know what I'm saying, some we all lost something. Uh nigga, a, a, a girlfriend lost somebody, man. Uh like family members lost somebody, fans, right. devoted, dedicated fans lost somebody. They lost a hero, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a real life hood hero, not a fucking superhero, not a goddamn transformer, nigga. Like a, a nigga that really did it, it, did the shit, and really lived the shit. I yeah. see LeBron. And really, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was saying I see LeBron say this was probably probably the worst. What do you say, tragedy in U.S. history? Yeah, American history. Yeah, yeah, yeah I seen history. that. I was like, mm-hmm. wow. Real talk, though. Is that deep? Is that's what I'm saying? It's deeper than rap. It's deeper than the conspiracies. It's half of the people that's out here doing this conspiracies just started following Nip last week. So. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you said that too. <laughs> my my last little shot to fire too. Is at motherfuckers who ain't never listened to this nigga at all, but are the ones saying, nigga, fuck y'all and y'all theories, nigga. Like, how you gonna tell somebody who did listen to him, who did care for him, how to feel about it, man? And you ain't gave a fuck about it till you want to open your cocksuckers to just mm-hmm. try to, to just try to, you know, battle back at somebody else. Yeah. Because yeah, if it ain't Nipsey, them same type of people gonna battle back about something every goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? So I noticed on his we, his Instagram, he had what three point some million followers before he died. Now he like at four point seven. Yeah. Uh, he got a million followers after he died. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't get I don't get that. <laughs> I, don't I don't get, get that, that either. Why Why you gonna follow this man? He can't even post nothing. Now. Right? Can't like, post nothing. I, I mean, I, I get the yeah. Blow his streams up, yes, do that, please do. Yeah. That. We all want him to do. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah, it it works. It works his name into the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. But starting to follow him and post him every day and just acting right. like he was a fan before, just don't don't be on the fake shit, man. Like, that's yeah, how, that's like, how I feel about it. Yeah, using using uh, the de- his death to, to get retweets to, and shit. Like, uh-huh. yeah, all that shit. Like, don't be on the fake shit. Cause you wasn't following this man before last Sunday. You wasn't following him when he right. was doing his Grammy um, run and shit. So you want you wasn't you wasn't there. So don't don't be on the fake shit. That's how I feel about it. I, I'm definitely I've been I'm definitely on the fact by putting niggas <laughs> on his music. Just don't be on the fake shit. Yeah. Yeah, cause I actually, as I told uh, I told E already that I didn't listen to nearly enough Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was somebody that I was aware of and my periphery, but, you know, as I said to her, it's so much music coming out, man. It's so much uh, media entertainment coming out, man, that something is bound to slip through the cracks. And unfortunately for me, uh, Nipsey was one of the things that slipped through the cracks where I heard like a few of his songs, but I wasn't nearly aware of just how how amazing the nigga shit was. But um, the biggest thing that I could take away about his shit that since I've been checking it out is that he truly made the type of music though that 
if you late, you yeah, you were snoozing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anytime you pick it up, this shit can add value to your life. Exactly. Yep. exactly. He was laying a blueprint. Like what niggas is doing today with their music shit, he was talking about that shit, man, when he was dropping fucking uh mailbox money, all that shit. Like he he giving people like so much game, bro. That's why I'm so hurt that he ain't here no more. Yeah. It, and it's fucked up. And I, I looked at it, though, kind of like, you know, with his album being called Victory Lap and shit. And it's like, you know, I don't know if y'all familiar with the term Victory Lap, but, you know, like yeah. in, in them race car scenarios and shit. Like, you know, I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, once once you shit. once you pass everybody, like, you, you making one lap around the whole track again just to, you know, for the fans. Just to, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that so, was perfect. I mean, he's been saying I, that for years. If you yeah, look, exactly. listen back on Crenshaw, he was he been saying victory lap, look, yep. victory lap for years. Yeah. But for victory lap to actually be the album that he got off, like right before he died, like to me, if it don't suggest it, it at least symbolizes that even like even though it's fucked up how he how he left and that he gone man that he, he, he came here and did what he what yeah. he wanted to do exactly he, yeah. he won man like and i think that we can't lose sight of that either the fact that you know what i'm saying like we lost somebody and shit and he got stopped amidst the incredible run but yeah he the, the nigga won man yeah, yeah. It was it was a beautiful run when you look back at it. Like it was. You you can't be mad at the at the shit that he was doing. Like you gotta you gotta look back at it and be like, man, he definitely is gonna live forever. And if you look back on his Instagram, there's so many behind the scenes personal conversations. Like it he was it seemed like he was setting it up for real, for real. Yeah. And I look at life like that anyway. Life is like a full circle. And the right. way he was the way he died, where he grew up at, was that 24-7. It's just like a full circle. Unfortunately, it happened that way, but that's how I look at life. Life is always a full circle. When stuff come back around multiple times, that's, that's like a lot. It should be a high opener for you. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, and then that also, he... uh, I'm going to throw this in there. Like, even though even though he gone and how he, he went out was, was terrible, it's still like some good is coming out of it too at the same time so that's exactly what i was about yeah, to say so, i mean even though like it, it, it hurt like you still gotta look at the at the beauty of it at the end of the day because probably shit if that would have happened to somebody else you probably want us to look like you know just look at the beauty of the situation and you know try to you know build on that and keep moving forward and try not to like dwell on Hello. Oh, you st- oh, I think the homie got lost. Yeah, it sounded like it was his um signals going out or something. Yeah, well I'm sure he'll plug back in if he can. I know he got seven more minutes before he gotta handle his biz, but um nah, like Nas had a line on a song one time on the hip hop is dead album where he was basically like, we learned from the mistakes or we learned from the example that was set before us. And even though you had to die for us to learn, 
it's an unfair exchange. At this point, we don't have no say in the transaction anyway. Right. It's 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 our cut. It's what we have to take. So, you know, on some level, I feel like, man, I would never want to have to get a lesson this way. Mm-hmm. But for the blueprint, for the type of messaging he left behind, I feel like you do almost become in a in a pop type category where your message becomes so much more potent by the fact that, you know, they killed you before you could finish getting it out. So, and that's to say, like, I think that for everybody, all his streams is going up like goddamn 20,000% and everything for the, fuck the hype beast, fuck the people who just riding the wave and shit like that. The people who fuck around and pick his shit up for the first time and actually learn something from it, um, and going back, <laughs> had he been a, had he been alive, they might have not paid attention. Had he still been alive, I might have still been taking them for granted, yeah, and never and never soaked up these messages and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it just improves his legacy, improves uh his message and shit. It strengthens his message, and it's a fucked up way to have to get that to happen. But like I said, we don't got no say in the transaction at this point anyway. So. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, that's that's how we looking at it, but that's reality, though. I mean, yeah, and that's the only thing that that is grounding me right now is just that there is no other way. Like we 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 can't negotiate out of it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's it, here we are, here it is, and rather than have these dumbass back and forths about who did it and why they did it and shit, man. I would just be pumping like pumping the fact that yo he he left behind a blueprint he left behind gems you know he left behind an example to follow and that's that's the the beautiful part of it and I would much rather focus on the beauty than the 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 gruesome dirty selfishness of bickering back and forth about it or just participating in any other negative energy involved with it. Right. No, I feel that. Cause he, cause he was a positive dude. Shit. No, I feel that. It's just <clears throat> not social media. It's just gonna the the negative. Unfortunately, always gonna have the more clicks than the positive. So, man, shit, and it's on purpose. It's by design. I just want anybody who get a chance to listen to this to know that it's on purpose. Nothing is uh, nothing in the media is coincidental. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing happens on accident in in the media. You know, if you wanna if you wanna experience something free of uh planning and calculation and morphing and shit, go live real life. Make sure you live in real life and make sure you're making as much of an impact on your life and other people's life in a positive way as possible. Because anything you're getting from the media has been cult- carefully cultivated to strike a certain emotion within you, whether it's a good emotion, whether it's a bad emotion, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I took these classes in college. Like, this is really a real thing. Yeah. Like, no, I believe it. What, I keep it, yeah. <laughs> like, you would, they actually, like, I had classes where they give you the blueprint to, like, you know, how media works and what they try to do with it, like, the main goal of media. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it, the media ain't your friend and motherfuckers got to remember it. So and it's it's as simple as that. I ain't got to get on a soapbox about you know what I'm saying. Just 
uh, 10-4 hat shit and Illuminati shit, all that shit. And we ain't even got to go that deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> as long as motherfuckers know that the media just, you know what I'm saying, ain't your friend, so you have to not be as trusting of it. You can accept it for the entertainment value that it provides, but other than that, nigga, don't make it your best friend. Don't make it the one you tell all your business to or that you believe everything from. Exactly. So, um, I'm gonna try to uh close it out talking about uh his accomplishments, his legacy, and uh shit, even like your favorite Nipsey moments in in time. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna start with the with the with the little shit that I just wanted to throw out there that I didn't necessarily know about him, but I do want to make sure that shit is highlighted. Uh. Me as an avid smoker, you know what I'm saying, going to uh going to Denver for my birthday, you know what I'm saying, uh next week or two, something like that. And I know that they might not have it in Denver, but I know he had marathon OG uh, strain of weed. Yeah. And I actually too just just as a salute to Nipsey and his hustle, no pun intended, I just want to read the caption from Marathon OG. <laughs> So, Marathon OG is an indica, and it says, The can of pros at the Cure Company collaborated with Nipsey Hussle to produce this exclusive joint venture, the, Mar- the Marathon OG strain. Grown to perfection, this indica cultivar was named after a series of classic mixtapes produced by the rapper. This robust OG features your favorite earthen and lemony spice with each exhale, which give you a few minutes of warning before a heavy hitting physical stone blows all five senses. <laughs> God damn it, I love it. Yeah. No, I think they're only selling yeah. this um, in the dispensary in Cali. I'm going to definitely try to check that out while I'm out there. Man, please. And the second you do, man, you, you definitely got to. Uh... Put it on IG and and, and she tell me personally <laughs> how this shit smoking because I know it might be a while before I make it back out to LA. Yeah, but uh, he did have the clothing store and shit, which I imagine to be like you know what I'm saying independently operated and funded. Yeah, the whole they they bought out the whole shopping center, so everything was. Oh yeah, was yeah, theirs. yeah. That's right, there. Man, yeah, and. They they go in the stat book, man. They go on his legacy yeah. and shit. And then just even the hundred dollar uh Crenshaw tape. I, and I do remember that being like the first time I heard it. Well, I take that back. I was in LA. I was at Venice Beach the first time. I think this was probably about twenty oh nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was on Venice Beach and uh a nigga was like passing out CDs and shit. And I remember I was eating some garlic fries and nigga walked up to me and I was like, bruh, like literally, literally, you know, honestly, I'm like, dog, who the fuck is Nipsey Hussle, bruh? Like, hey, man, come on, man. You see me with these garlic <laughs> fry, man, dog. And I remember Nipsey Russell, you know what I'm saying, from uh, Martin and yeah. shit, or Nipsey. So I'm like, oh, I understand the play on the name, but I'm like, nah, man, not right now. And then, so fast forward, you know, because I wouldn't really aware of all of the mailbox money and shit like that but when he dropped the hundred dollar Crenshaw tape like that was when he made it to my radar I'm like oh shit boy that is some bold hustling right, right there like I like the nigga broke the game wide open where everybody was giving their shit away for free and and struggling to still get shows and shit the nigga dropped this shit for a hundred dollars and sold all all thousand copies and 
That's when I was like, oh, this nigga's a different type of beast. I might need to keep my eye on him. I think I first seen him back back when he had that song with Lloyd. <laughs> uh, they had a video. This one, Lloyd was popping. I oh, I miss Lloyd so much. Yeah, this one, this is when Lloyd was hot. So this was back whenever that was in the early two thousands. And then fast forward to Crenshaw, like I said, when I moved out here in the West Coast, everybody was bumping the West Coast artists. <clears throat> and then Mailbox Money came out, and then he was just dropping shit with Dom and YG and RJ and whoever else. And then Crenshaw came out, what, 2018, last year. And been bumping that shit every day. <laughs> Faithfully. Uh, and that's why I had, when I did my Instagram post um, about him, when I got the car to do my fashion show, I think I told you at the last show, too, I ended up using his song for my fashion show. And I was like, I don't give a fuck with none of when these I white people. Only- yeah, I was like, I don't give a fuck with <laughs> none of these white people going to say, I'm going to bump for uh, Pull up, bump and nip, and they played the shit. So, yeah, I love that. Um, and I remember when I had you on for the uh, the first time I had you on, and I was we was doing the catch and shoot thing where I asked the random questions, and I'm sure it came up like some along the lines of like most underrated rapper, or who's your favorite rapper, or rapper like you never get tired of listening to, and then you was like Nipsey Hussle, so. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just know that why that why we had to do this. Like, I had to make sure this got done or whatever because I know for a fact, yo, you know what I'm saying, your love for his music and shit and what he what he had going on and what he meant to you. Right. It was so crazy, too, because he came out here in 2017. And this was before Victory Light like, came out, so I really wasn't, like, on him. Like, that was still listening to Crenshaw, still listening to Mailbox Money, but it wasn't, like, everyday thing. So when he came out here, I went to the show, ended up backstage, literally right beside, right in front of this man. Not really saying nothing, because I was like, okay, I'm a fan, but I'm not no big fan, so I ain't gonna be on no what's up, let me get a picture type shit. And he was just so cool. Like, his security was there, but everybody was smoking, passing him the blunt. He went on stage, still passing the blunt around. He was just cool as fuck. And I was just like, wow, this, this. And then it was crazy because it was a fashion show that whole day. I think it, it, it started like 2. Nip didn't come out to like 10. So, of course, motherfuckers were sitting there the whole time. So, by the time he came out, the crowd was probably like 40 people out there. If that. Because motherfuckers were just tired just sitting there waiting on them to come out. But he was still just showing Showing love, passing his blood yeah. around the crowd. It was, it was, it was cool. It was dope as fuck. His experience that I for real, for real, would never forget. Cause like I said, I was, I wasn't a big fan. I knew who he was. I was bumping it, rapping his songs. We was performing, but I, it was before Victory Rap came out. Victory Rap was like a whole shift for me when I listened to this shit. So it, it's just weird how, like I said, life is like a full circle. Yeah, man. Shit. Almost. It's almost like it's a yep. racetrack or something, man. Uh, so, man, definitely lost a real one. And I definitely think it's our responsibility to, even beyond this session and even beyond today, continue to make sure that one, niggas never forget about uh, who this was and what he stood for. And two, that we continue to extend everything that he laid out and was not able to carry all the way out. We got to grab it from here and make sure that 
you know, we continue to empower, uplift, and um, own our own Especially shit. Especially the ones you know in power that can do it. Content- like, if you can do it, don't don't say do it. Do that shit for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. And if you ain't in power, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like he said, nigga, the marathon continues, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because Paco got a line in the song where I think he said something like, it's all starting to make sense. My nigga told me it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And I told him that like back Mm -hmm. in 2009 and shit. Like, you know, that was always like niggas attributed, you know, that shit to me. Niggas attributed to long-term vision to me and shit because I would tell nigga like, yeah, man, like I know we trying to get it and shit, nigga, but it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So I said, I'll let to say that if you ain't in power right now and you can't do as much to, you know, make sure that people like us are empowered in this culture and in this industry, then keep going, keep fighting, you know what I'm saying, all the way through because it didn't happen overnight for him and it's not going to happen overnight in most cases. It only mm-hmm. happens uh, for the dedicated, <clears throat> for the ones that didn't get tired. It's going to live on, though. It's, it's, his legacy going to live on with just a marathon, that whole little saying. I mean, the marathon continues, that whole little saying is going to live on. His music, I know he got hella songs that they about to re- end up releasing. He said he was working on the second album and some of you I was watching, so it's 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 gonna continue. Definitely. Man, so uh big rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle Man and sincere prayers and thoughts out to you know his family, his loved ones, his fans, and all of that. And you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. I know as hard as it was, it had to be to talk about some parts. I appreciate you getting together with me and uh on behalf of my nigga double O seven bones who had to go ahead and clock out so he could clock in and shit, man. I appreciate y'all uh putting this together, helping me put this together for you know yeah, the people you, that bro. do appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, shit. I'm going to go ahead so I can go ahead and get this uploaded. Probably going to take me a while to get it chopped up, uploaded and shit, but I'm going to try to get it up today Um, since it is seven days to the day. So, yeah, man. I end up hollering at you when up, I, when I'm, right when I'm about to post it. All right, All right man. Talk take it like- easy, man.